Hello, you're listening to 91.3 FM WTSR at the College of New Jersey. My name is Nancy Bound, and today we are going to discuss music, culture, origin stories, and the current coronavirus pandemic with Total Recall, a hardcore metal band based in Milan, Italy. This interview was previously recorded over Zoom. So this is um, the band Total Recall that is based in Milan, Italy. Um, can you all introduce yourselves for us? Hi, I'm Andrea, I'm the singer. Uh, this is Luca, uh, aka Pigo, and I play bass. Here is Danny, I play drums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steph, and I play guitar. I'm Steph, and I play guitar. Yeah, we both play guitars, oh. and we, we both Stefano, so. Oh, nice. Same name. <laughs> and we all speak at the same time, so. <laughs> one by one, but, one by one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm left-handed, as is right-handed. Oh, uh, that's oh. the only difference. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was reading about your band earlier, and there's a, um, your band is very proud um, for the deep friendship that you've all formed together, and the ability to create music, and kind of, forming a band as a tribute. Um, can you tell us a bit more about this? Yeah, um, we, we, know, we know each other for since a long, for a long time. We go way back, but uh, the main reason uh, that, we, that we decided to form this band basically is that um, uh, the common denominator is the fact that uh, our common friend Massimo uh, mm -hmm. passed away, unfortunately, uh, January last year. Massimo uh, was uh, an amazingly skilled uh, bass player. Uh, he played um, through all his career a certain type of music, but for sure he could have done way more or, or more. I mean, he could have become easily a professional or a session or whatever he wanted to do. Um, as good he was, Mara, but uh, it was also coherent, and uh, he always played uh, the music that he wanted to play. Uh, for some of us, Massimo was a companion uh, on tour for more than 20 years, that's quite some time, mm -hmm. um, living and touring two continents, and uh, so when he passed away, it was a pretty hard hit, and um, but uh, we know that he wanted me and Steph to come back to, to play together again. And I think we didn't play together since 10 years. And um, so we decided to do it after he passed. And uh, we decided to start a band and project uh, that was a tribute to him and his career. So making music with no particular label. How would you describe the... Um community of the of um hardcore metal in milan um it's really complicated it's not the same that it used to be now but while well, we were trying to <laughs> put like something that people can like you know hear and like i don't know just uh, back back again like um, something like that well yeah Mm -hmm. Also because when, when we started out, it was a completely different time and era and, um, you know, there were a, a lot of bands, you know, the, the, the metal core was blowing up at, uh, worldwide, so there were, there were a lot of kids starting playing bands and there were the, the early 20s, when we were in the, our early 20s, 
uh, everyone was playing a band. So it was a great chance to meet a lot of people and getting a lot of people uh, coming to shows and whatever. Now everything has changed and uh, uh, kids loves to do other other stuff mostly. So um, there are definitely uh, fewer people trying to get in this kind of music. And the people our age, most of them now have kids, families and stuff. So they, they don't put music on top of the yeah. list more. Yeah. So it's, I would say it's different. Um, back in the day, there were more bands, more numbers on the paper, but the quality um, sometimes lacked. But uh, right now, if you want to be in the game, you got to be good. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's our that's our uh, goal for uh, I mean goal number one is to do our thing and do whatever you can and bring uh, you know bring the legacy forward yeah yeah look uh, what can I say is that like when me and Steph started out back in 97 98 that was indeed a pretty good scene in Milan. Um, a lot of bands, uh, competition was uh, quite good and the standard was high. Um, as Tebli said, uh, we, I, I passed then uh, almost 14 years in Holland and uh, I came back also recently one year and a half ago. And uh, to be honest, uh, there was not much left. Um, I, I actually do not really know if there is a scene in Milan, um, but also I don't think that we really care, not because we want to be, I don't know, naive or what, or whatever. Right. It's just because, as we said, we, we are just focused on playing our music, uh, no matter what the scene is, uh, no matter where we are. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Also, also uh, can I, I can say that all the venues, all the clubs are gone. Uh, the small clubs where we used to have shows disappear. So actually also the bands, we have a lot of old friends that were in bands at the time are very happy about us that we joined together for this new band. So I hope that uh, they will follow us over the next months and so on. So we'll see. Yeah. I hope that there will be also some new bands coming out from Milan because actually we don't have other new bands coming out. So we don't know who is the next, the, the new guy that plays guitar or a, a new singer or a new drummer. I don't know. For now, we are joining uh, our, our band, our life. So many of our listeners at uh, WTSR, um, we usually um, play music close to like different like alternative folk or even like to punk rock. So how would you suggest um, things like that they should know about your band and your songwriting process and introducing um, hardcore metal? Well, I think we basically grow up with different kind of style of music, like I grew up with listening to punk and hardcore, and then I moved to black metal and all these like different death metal. Um, but I think our um, style, you can say, like is a mix between everything, all of this like kind of music. Mm -hmm. 
how has it been like with coronavirus and like still working together as a team? Yes, we are we are trying to try different um, different methods to keep the songwriting going and stuff like that. So uh, in a normal situation, we we meet in a practice room. We we show to the others some riffs. Mm -hmm. Most of the times, uh, ideas starts from a riff, and then there is drums coming in, and then bass, other guitar, and vocals. Um, but right now, we are trying to to figure out what's what's going to be the best way in the next month to accelerate the process of writing new stuff and getting new songs done in a you know in a in a performant way. So thank God we have like uh, home studios to work on uh, guitar parts, then adding drums uh, separately, and then adding more instruments in a uh, in, in second place. So we're trying to experience these things probably in, for the first time in our life. So yeah. I, I, I never been a, a studio guy. I always been a, like a guitar player. I mean. <laughs> I know how to play guitar and not know how to record and stuff like that, but you know, time is changing. So um, it's better sharpening new crafts up. Yeah. It's gonna be. You, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna be the next uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grow a beard. But uh, I'm gonna wear shoes. <laughs> but look, to be honest. Uh, answer also to your question of, about also what we already recorded um for some of us uh, especially me myself was uh, a really interesting process because uh, for uh, the past uh, 14 years i always toured and uh, in the bands i i was in the, let's say the main bands i was in mm -hmm. um most of the time we were uh, living in different countries you know? so um the, 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 the album process, the songwriting was like really writing and exchanging files. Uh, we barely never rehearsed. Uh, we rehearsed only to for the album and for the tour, and that was it. Instead, with Total Recall, we really came back to the 90s way, um, going to the old way. Yeah, the old way, uh, going in the practice room every week, uh, working hard in the studio. Um, not having uh, almost anything prepared, maybe Steph was coming in with a riff and I was adding something and then he was doing some uh, drumming yeah. and I saying, okay, that's cool, maybe we can play like this. It took us like eight months to come out, uh, come up with eight songs, but uh, I must say it was a really uh, rewarding process. It was really, really yeah. nice to come back. Uh, uh, it took me back, you know, it took me back when I was young that if we were entering the studio uh, writing material, uh, we, sh we were sh sure we knew if something was good or bad. Mm -hmm. So we knew when the right song was right. And that was something really, really rewarding. I, would, I will keep this with my, in my heart for the rest of my life, you know, that I, that I could do this with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> also the... The, the idea to have uh, practice every week, mm -hmm. uh, it makes a, a, a sort of a, a bond with, uh, with all the members because you, you see each other every week. So 
it's great to, to see and uh, to see every one of them every week having a chat or eat something and then play some metal together it's amazing i, I always loved the old way to the for the practice room yeah so i guess i should have asked this earlier but how did you all get into music like what inspired you to pursue metal by <laughs> time as far as i remember it was always there i mean um uh, I started listening to metal when I was like 10 years old and uh, because I started being attracted in the, in the early uh, years of my life about uh, horror movies and monsters and stuff. And, I could, and, uh, and you know, the even metal covers were the most attractive to me. So uh, when I was 10, I first approached the record collection of an older brother or a friend of mine. And when I was, go, um, when I was going to play uh, his house, I wasn't paying attention of what I, we were playing. I was paying attention of, of his brother record collection more. And every time, and every, I remember every time I, I went home, I went home with a different record uh, because my older brother, so they interested in me and he was kind enough to uh, borrow me, me one record at a time. So I, I started like this, you know, copying on cassettes, all the records on cassettes, you know, that's what we had in, Hit in '96, um, and, and yeah, that's pretty much how I started. Uh, I started from metal, and I evolved to other kind of music. You know, classic rock, blues, country, everything good. And uh, but yeah, everything <laughs> still part of my personal luggage, and I'm really proud of it. And I still have my record collection. And uh, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was my my father that introduced me to, to metal. I actually started buying like uh, uh, vinyls from uh, Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin, mm -hmm. and then uh, a friend of mine introduced me to Iron Maiden, uh, and uh, then I started listening to Sepultura, Korn. Uh, and all this stuff so that's uh, basically yeah it was my my father that introduced me to this kind of music then i started playing drums and i knew these guys here <laughs> so about about me i think that uh, uh, the main reason why i started listening to metal i know that uh, it's funny but i i think that it's uh, for skeletor of the masters of the universe because I love the, the skull. So the, seeing the skeleton guy, I went crazy. Then I used to skate a lot around the, the, the early eight, the, I mean, the late eighties, so the early nineties. So the skate was uh, uh, connected to punk rock, hardcore and heavy metal. So from listening and so the VHS from uh, Powell Peralta and Santa Cruz, they have a, a soundtrack full of uh, punk and hardcore bands. Then uh, from then, uh, a guy uh, sent me a tape of Kill Em All from Metallica and uh, the journey began. So mm -hmm. here we are. <laughs> um, for me, uh, it goes back, uh, I think, to 1983. And uh, I was a kid in... Uh, primary school and I remember I saw uh, 
a video from uh, Duran Duran, The Reflex, which is a live video. I was astonished by the, you know, these guys on the stage with all the crowd. And uh, I remember feeling something, wow, that's so cool. And then, uh, yeah, I started to listen to this type of music mainly because my sister, older sister, was doing it. Um, but as, as more as I was approaching the 90s, then I passed to rap, you know, gangster rap and everything goes around. But then from the 90s on, it was like, boom, an explosion. Because back then, it was not like now that everything is in a box. Mm -hmm. So um, people were used to listen to more kind of music. So I was introduced to metal, like Metallica, Anthrax. I mean, uh, with the word Mosh, that for me was super cool back then, 1989, uh, uh, ACDC. Uh, but also glam rock, you know, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, mm -hmm. as everything that had like a certain, uh, that was played good for me, uh, it was giving me good vibes. Then I said, okay, I want to express myself. And around, you know, when I was 14 or 15, I started to play shows. And I must say that uh, now that I'm, I can say 45, um, every time I play a show, I feel the same adrenaline that I felt 30 years ago and I made a promise to myself that when I will not feel that same adrenaline I'm gonna quit hope it's gonna be when I'm 19 once once you are in you can't get out of this uh, of this genre <laughs> we are addicted addicted to metal uh, <laughs> it's like mafia. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, um, have you traveled outside? I'd imagine you've traveled outside of Italy. Like, what? Where have you? What are some venues you've been to? Now, you mean? Yeah, sure. Now, well, now, now we can now we cannot even travel outside. Oh yeah, well that right uh, now yeah. not the best. <laughs> if if we do we risk a fine up to three thousand Yeah, we we can't leave our town, so yeah. it's yeah, not even our <laughs> house. <laughs> probably, probably from the next week we're gonna be able to stay in our region. Oh. That's it. So yeah. It's a big step. Looking forward yeah. to it, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, may the fourth be with us. Well, for me, no, yeah, because through music, we see a lot of uh, different uh, cities with new people. So it, it's good to that this type of music let uh, uh, let you uh, know uh, cities and people, and uh, it's it's very it's very cool. Yeah. Do you feel as touring is a lot of fun? Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel as though your music is perceived differently in different countries, or does it just hold hold strong no matter where? Yeah, I mean, when you when you speak about this kind of music, it, it, I will say it's a pretty um, unique language to speak to everyone. It doesn't even uh, talk uh, the same language is yours so uh it's a pretty international uh language everywhere you go uh i always noticed that everywhere i went and when i was bringing my music there were some this kind of link 
between the player and the listener. And uh, so um, I would probably say that sometimes maybe uh, different languages can create boundaries, but then comes music and destroys every boundaries and brings everyone, everybody back together. And this is pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I also think that uh, our style of music can be, someone can like it or not like it, but as I said, if, uh, if uh, someone goes to a concert, to a show, or just listen to a radio or whatever, um, and he likes music, he can feel uh, if uh, it's coming straight from the heart or if it's just made on a, you know, a, a Cubase, uh, mm. a so-to-speak way. And uh, I'm quite sure that people uh, uh, can, can say everything about us, but um, they won't be able to say that we don't play uh, from us. Um, what, what they will listen in, in, in our album is exactly what they will see live. So some advice that you would give to people to continue supporting musicians during coronavirus oh. okay uh, I, I okay i i this 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 question i like it quite quite a lot because there is a misconception going on you know and uh, that uh, people who play music for a living or whatever is uh, you know compelling uh, the music uh, industry it's just a big circus, and uh, they are they are all rich with uh, swimming pools and uh, uh, coming out straight from MTV Kids. Um, I know a lot of people that they do music for a living uh, on the midterm or medium term, and these guys they put a lot of passion in what they do, and they are anything but rich. And uh, what they do, they do it because it's the only thing that they know how to do. Um, for instance, uh, in our country, there is no support whatsoever for uh, this type of industry. Not for the musicians, not for the roadies, not for the technicians, not for the practice rooms, nothing. So um, what I would say is that if someone is listening to this interview, uh, just go on uh, platforms, social media platforms, Large platforms and support bands because these guys now are stuck. They have no money whatsoever coming in. Okay, so that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt, download a song, whatever. Yeah. That's the, the best way, actually. I saw a lot of bands that are uh, they're, uh, they are selling a lot of merch. Because the tour are uh, there, there's no any more tour uh, around the US or uh, Europe, so the, the bands uh, need to sell their own merch, the leftover merch, and uh, or just they made a GoFundMe page, uh, donations and stuff like that. This is the only ways to help bands. Yeah, because we don't know when this is gonna end, so. So. Yeah, I would just say, yeah, just buy the merchandise and support all the band. Yeah. It's not charity. Uh, it's a catastrophe. Uh, we are not seeing the real effects yet. Um, 
think about festivals, major festivals. Mm -hmm. They do one event per year. Uh, a friend of mine working in a booking environment, mm -hmm. he told me that uh, insurance companies, nobody knows how, but they already placed around December some uh, little lines in contracts in which in case of a pandemic, they were not responsible. So a lot of festivals are not gonna get money from the insurance. Yeah. Next year, this festival is not gonna happen anymore. And if people are still in this DIY, which is totally cool, but so saying, ah, we don't care because this is the system, the music business, mainstream industry, blah, 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 blah. Uh, without infrastructure, there is no music. Not even the underground band will be able to play. So it's really bad for music, what, what is happening right now. And as Andy said, we don't even know when it's going to end. Uh, change completely the, the strategy. Um, we already had shows booked till September and uh, mm -hmm. we we're ready to do our thing. And now we are working more on, uh, let's say, uh, video contents and um, um, we are uh, working on studio diaries for the uh, when the album was was recorded. We are working on uh, uh, radio interviews, video interviews, um, you know, and uh, having the our songs to be streamed uh, as much as possible to be ready then when it's gonna be possible uh, to to then get back on stage and release the album. And, doing it the old way. You need to stay tight to your, to your band. Don't let uh, negative, the, the negativity overcome uh, the situation. No? Um, just mm, try to stay positive, but not just to say, you know, some sort of bullshit, but just like keep positivity in uh, what you do. Uh, if you believe in what you do, keep doing stuff for the band. Uh, so work on something else, work on graphics, work on lyrics, work on content. Uh, start, keep uh, putting your band on the map and stay tight to, to your fellow band members. That's, that's it. And to the people, if you have already a fan base, that's a good uh, time to get connected to your fan base. Thank you for listening to our interview with Total Recall. You can check out Total Recall on their social media platforms at Total Recall HC. If you would like to listen to more content, go to WTSR.org or listen on the air at 91.3 FM. And as always, we remind you to open your mind. Gospel music at its best with legendary Lady Sunshine, WTSR 91.3 FM.